streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, one law. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. This is Keith Niebuhr with Auburn Undercover and 24-7 Sports, and this is a special Labor Day episode. I'm going to do this solo. Well, sort of, sort of. I'm going to be joined by some people, but not the usual suspects, not the guys I work with at Auburn Undercover. We've got interviews that we're going to drop in uh, that I did recently with two of Auburn's biggest recruiting targets. So in this recruiting-centric episode, we're going to focus on three recruits, three uncommitted Auburn Tigers targets. We're going to give you the latest in those recruitments, and I'm going to give you scouting reports on two of the three guys that I have watched play in person just in the last few weeks. But we start things off with a young man named Jeremiah Williams. His nickname is Scooby. And what a Scooby snack that would be. You love that? I'm sure you don't. But (laughs) Auburn is trying really hard to get Scooby Jeremiah Williams on board. This is a guy that is a weak side defensive end in the rankings listed uh, on his own team's roster as an outside linebacker. He could play at the line of scrimmage. He also thinks he's a guy that can drop into coverage. Six feet three, 224 pounds. And uh, in the national rankings, the industry-generated 24-7 sports composite, this is a young man that is the number five recruit in the state of Alabama, number 96 overall nationally. Now, the main schools to watch here are Auburn, Florida, Georgia, and Oklahoma. He's never visited Oklahoma before, uh, so that presents the Sooners with a little bit of a challenge, particularly since... There may not be visits again in this recruiting cycle. So it, it would be hard to envision him picking Oklahoma at this point. So that leaves Auburn, Florida, and Georgia. Now, Georgia has really kind of burst onto the scene of late, of late. Georgia also was recruiting his teammate, three-star defensive tackle Tim Keenan, who ultimately uh, just a week ago committed to Alabama, uh, a couple weeks ago, excuse me. Now, the question then becomes is, you know, with Georgia also recruiting his teammate and his teammate picking another school, how does that impact things with Jeremiah? Could that have been a package deal uh, if if Georgia could have landed Tim Keenan? The bottom line is his relationship with Georgia, although strong, is a little bit newer than his relationships with Auburn and Florida. So at the end of the day, we really feel like Auburn and and Florida, excuse me, are the two teams to watch. We're going to uh, get to his interview in just a just a minute here. But as a player, I watched him play a couple of weeks ago, and in a game uh, against Bessemer City, a big win for his home team, his team, excuse me, uh, which is Birmingham Ramsey High School. Jeremiah had a few sacks, a uh, few tackles. Uh, it ended up being listed as having three sacks. Now, again, high school statistics are. Uh, always a mixed bag. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes a sack really should have been listed as a tackle for loss because the quarterback wasn't really throwing, you know, all that. But the bottom line is he had multiple tackles behind the line of scrimmage. And, and I watched one half of that game and he was um, a, an overpowering force uh, at the line of scrimmage. Now, the offensive line for the other team was certainly overmatched, having to face both Jeremiah Williams off the left edge and then his teammate Tim Keenan, a defensive tackle up the middle. But Jeremiah Williams, not in his best physical shape in week one, but that's pretty common. Uh, guys are still trying to get their legs back. Again, there was no spring football this year uh, because of the pandemic. 
but overall, you saw a lot of physical tools. First of all, on the hoof, he looks outstanding in pads. I mean, he's just very well put together. Long, narrow hips, uh, built like that classic edge rusher that you see. Uh, uh, reminiscent, really, to Jeff Holland, who had that big season in 2017 for Auburn as the buck, as the pass rush guy who had 10-plus sacks and and really was a guy that, that wreaked havoc on, on opposing quarterbacks that entire season. And Jeremiah Williams built a lot like him. Uh, certain teams, uh, Clemson for one, excuse me, Florida for one, are comparing him to Isaiah Simmons, the former Clemson star. Uh, but, you know, some similarities, but some differences too. Isaiah Simmons could really play everywhere. And because he ran a sub 4-4 uh, in the NFL Combine, you know, he's kind of the guy, the buzz name right now, that you're hearing a lot of these outside linebackers get compared to uh, because it's a great recruiting tool. Uh, you know, So Florida's saying, hey, look, you're going to be our Isaiah Simmons. And Auburn's saying, hey, you can do a lot of the things that Isaiah Simmons did. I don't necessarily see that he's Isaiah Simmons. Uh, to me, his future certainly is an edge rusher, uh, but he also can drop somewhat into coverage. I don't think he's going to be covering wide receivers. He may think he can, but that that's really going to be a tall task given that already 225, 224, 225 pounds, you know, you're talking about a guy that's probably going to be 245 to 260 in college, but uh, a high level edge rusher. No question about that. Got a good motor, physically strong, sheds blocks well. Uh, can twist, can spin, good footwork. Uh, you know, plays a little high at times, but most edge rushers do at the high school level. Gosh, a lot of them do at the college level. Uh, so he's going to have to learn how to use his hands more, learn the leverage game more. But he's an outstanding prospect with which to work. Love his skills. And uh, let's get to an interview that I did with him a couple of weeks ago. I've been sitting on this one. We wrote a story about it at Auburn Undercover, but now you get him, you get to hear him talk. And sometimes when you hear somebody talk, it's a lot different than when you see the words uh, on the computer screen. So let's go to that interview right now from a couple of weeks ago with Jeremiah Williams, four-star and top 100 Auburn target from Ramsey High School in Birmingham, Alabama. All right, Jeremiah, you are down to four schools. Let's talk about each of them and why they're in that Final Four. What is it about Oklahoma you like? Um, well, first, I'm going to start with the head coach, Lincoln Riley. He's a... Um, He's an up-and-coming coach, you know what I'm saying? He got Oklahoma very successful. Um, and it's not just him, it's, just, it's uh, Jamar Kane. He developed uh, linebackers like Kendall Murray, and I like Kendall Murray again. He can develop me to be Kendall Murray material and even better. So I just like what they got going at OU. What about Coach Grinch, the defensive coordinator? Uh, coach Grinch, I'm my man, too. Uh, he real cool. He's going to keep it a buck with you. going to keep it real. And, um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Rusty's going to get you on Georgia. I guess. So uh, uh, you got Florida and Auburn. You you told Chad I think you were pretty close to, to getting this done a yes, while ago. What kept you from committing? Um, a coach had told me if you're not 100 percent sure because at the time I was like I want to come in here, but it's in but it's this other school too. And he was like if you're not 100 percent committed, then there's no point. So I really took that to heart and I was like yeah that's true. I mean was it Florida that you were going to commit to? Uh, I ain't gonna say. Okay. <laughs> what uh, what has taken shape? Well, when are you thinking now? What's your time frame now to commit? Um. Well, I'm trying to see if we're going to take official visit, but if we can't, then I'm just um talk to my family, talk to my coaches, and uh, eventually talk, have a talk with God and see what, see what he takes. So fall, it could be the fall, then? Yes, sir. Could you make a decision today if you had to? If I had to, yes, sir. Okay. Have things changed at all? Yes, sir. Since that one school led and you were close to committing to that school? Yes, sir. What's changed 
And um, I know you want to be cautious of what you give away, but what you think? Oh, uh, uh, I ain't gonna keep it like Georgia. Georgia came on like way harder than before. You, they was recruiting me, but then they saw like recruiting me stupid hard. Okay. Um, we just formed that connection. We already had a connection, but it got stronger and stronger. Okay. Uh, I got the Arizona State offer today too, okay, and well, I really like they coach because they, they coach cool with Coach Nelson and Coach right. Nelson like it and you a special person. And, uh, yeah. Still talking to Florida a lot. Yes, How often? Um, you know, every other day of the week. What's their big message to you right now? Um, develop me, uh, build on my own brand. Um, me, well, them, develop me to the player that I want to be. Like I want to be like Isaiah Simmons, David Hunt, Clown. I want to be all that and even better. How much of a priority is it going to be for you to visit Florida if visits are come back? Uh, I already visited. You've been Florida. once, but I know, but you want to yeah. go to again. again. Uh, I think I've seen enough for Florida, yeah. You have seen enough. Yeah. What about your mother? Has oh, she yeah, seen, seen, it? seen, seen it, yeah. So, so she cool. wanted to go down there. Okay. She's been to Auburn, but she ain't been Now, Florida. they've done virtual visits, Florida, with her. Did yes, she get a, what kind of feel did she get for UF? She said the campus was beautiful, and she ain't even been down there yet. So if the campus is beautiful online, virtually, I think she's going to love it in person. So you don't necessarily need to visit there again. You, would she no. sign off on that now, do you think? I kind of brought it up to her. She kind of scared for me to leave the state. She's scared for you to leave the state. Does <laughs> yeah. she have a favorite? Uh, she's biased. She loves Auburn. Why, why does she love Auburn so much? Cam Noon, Gus Miles. Uh, like we do, we grew up Auburn fans. You know, my house yeah. was split. Yeah, yeah, my dad, yeah. Alabama, yeah. my mom, Auburn. So she does love Auburn. Okay. Uh, which coach are you closest with at Florida? C. Rob. Yeah, Coach C. Rob. So, you know, we hear a lot about him. He's yeah. mentioned a lot. What is it about him that you've connected so well with? Um, he's young, very young. So we connect straight off, straight off, um, right there. He played in the uh, defense that Florida runs now, so he know he knows the in and out like the back of his hand, and uh, he know the position I'm gonna play. So um, yeah, and he real like he gonna tell me what it is, he gonna tell me what it's not, and he gonna uh, make sure I'm straight. Since that day where you put out that you were ready to commit this summer, how much has Auburn pushed since then? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> did that did that uh, describe that day? I mean, was it? Um, that day I had coaches scared because I ain't know because I I ain't to I ain't to Florida, I ain't to Georgia, okay. I ain't to like no school, and um. They were like, you coming here, you coming here? I was like, I don't know, maybe. And then I guess that maybe turned into a no. And it just like turned the raccoon to a whole nother level. Okay. Well, how's it been like the last month with them? Um, our, they were good, like a, we already had a strong bond, but it got like even stronger and closer. Like I'm a top priority. Like I've been a top priority, but like I'm number one. I know you're close with Gus. Is it? But other than him, which assistant are you closest with? Coach Alpo, Coach um, Coach G, uh, Coach Steele. Uh, Coach T. Will, all of them. Was it true that you initially had some concerns about where they were going to play you in defense? Yes, sir. Okay, what was your concern, and what did they do to alleviate that? Um, I know I'm not just like – I know I'm a, I can rush the passer, but uh, I got more abilities than just rush the passer. I ain't want to just stand on the end all day and rush. I want to drop back and in you, coverage. And you expressed two. that to them? Yes, sir. And what did they say? They was like, that's, that's not it at all. They, um, they got bigger plans for me. And um, I'm going to cover two. I'm going to drop to the flats. I'm going to be the Isaiah Simmons, you feel me? Best thing about Auburn, what would it be? Best thing about Auburn, the coaching staff. It makes, it feel like, makes you feel like family, even though you're not committed yet. Best thing about Florida, what would it be? Um, atmosphere. What's it? The atmosphere. The atmosphere. And uh, when you sit down with your, your family and make this decision, what are going to be the two or three biggest factors for you? Um, well, I feel if I, if I was to stop playing football today, would I still want to go to that college? Um going to take care of me when I stop playing football and what degree is going to take me like when I stop playing football what's yeah. which degree is going to hold the most what weight what degree are you uh what do you want to study it's a lot it changes every day to okay. be honest. but, but <laughs> all these schools have what you need then yes, okay cool. Okay, we're back. Good stuff from Jeremiah Williams again. That's from a couple of weeks ago. We don't think much has changed since then. 
really, he has no set time frame on when he's going to commit. Uh, it's just going to happen when it happens. I mean, it's it's kind of a weird situation right now with him. He wanted to do something over the summer. Like we said, he was close. Uh, he was kind of talked out of it. We think Auburn has surged then since then. So where do I think things stand right now? The quote-unquote recruiting guru of Auburn Undercover, according to nobody. Uh, I think that, uh, look, I, it, Auburn is in a good spot right now, a better spot. But, look, I think you still have to be greatly concerned with Florida. Uh, as he said, great relationships with the staff. If his mom does visit down there, I don't think that's a good sign for for Auburn, um, you know, the question then would be two questions. Do, what does she think of the place? Does she like it? Could she send her son there? And then proximity to home. Because right now, right now, as he said, mom wants him in state. And that's significant. She's a major factor in this recruitment. So right now, I like where Auburn sits. If he visits Florida again uh, with his mother, then that could change uh, some of the dynamics in play there. We continue to hear that the Gators are right on Auburn's heels. Uh, and it is still close, but if uh, if you had to put money on it, I think I think the odds are a little bit more in Auburn's favor, but certainly not a slam dunk. Next up, Nylon Green, four-star cornerback from Newton High School in Covington, Georgia. Auburn has a player from that high school on the team right now. Yeah, you haven't heard much about him because he's a junior college transfer, and that's DeAndre Dre Butler. He goes by Dre. Very good friends with Nylon Green. Uh, Nyland Green's recruitment is interesting because right now the 24-7 Sports Crystal Ball, which uh, allows media members to make predictions of where young men are going to land, right now the Crystal Ball favors Clemson. But we think that Clemson is not a huge factor at this time, probably sitting fourth behind some other schools. So who is the team to beat? We think it's Georgia. Who's number two? We continue to hear that maybe it's Tennessee. So does that mean Auburn's out of it? Well, not exactly. Not exactly. Auburn continues to battle. He's a high priority for the Tigers. One of three big-time cornerbacks that Auburn's really zeroed in on. Uh, Obviously, he's one. Kamari Lasseter out of Tuscaloosa, American Christian is the other. And then the third is DeQuincy McKinstry, a five-star corner out of Pinson Valley, Alabama. If Auburn can land two of those three... I think they would be happy, and I think you would be happy. If you can land all three, I think you take all three. Because even though Kamari Lasseter has a three-star rating from 24-7 Sports, Auburn, we've been told, has a much higher value, a much higher grade for Kamari Lasseter. But they love Nylon Green. Let's get back to him. He's the number uh, two corner in the country for 24-7 Sports. Uh, in the 24-7 Sports composite, which also factors in ESPN and Rivals, he's the number six corner and number 79 overall recruit in the country. Six feet two, 183 pounds. He has visited Auburn multiple times. And we do think it's a three-team race. Georgia one, Tennessee two, Auburn three right now. We asked him about those three programs in an interview with him just a couple of days ago. This one's a little bit more fresh than the one with Jeremiah Williams. We felt comfortable running the, the Williams interview because we don't think much has changed since the time we talked to him. But the Nyland Green interview, we're the most recent outlet to to get with him. Uh, I met with him just a couple of days ago. Let's get to that interview right now. Four-star cornerback, Nyland Green out of Newton High School in Covington, Georgia. Hey, Nylon Green, first of all, where do you stand right now? How close are you to a decision? You can uh, be honest with me now. Oh, yeah, I'm being honest with <laughs> you. <laughs> well, me and my family, we are uh, coming up with a plan to make a uh, top five video real, real soon. Okay. Top five video, and then how long after that? Do you, when do you think that could be? Uh, That should be done like a couple of weeks. Okay, and then 
The next step after that will be to pick a top three or just to commit? No, I'm going right into the commitment. Okay, when, and could it be this fall or do you think it's going to be later? No, it could be this fall or it could be later. You just never know. In your head, you have a, could, if you had to make a decision today, could you do it? I really can't tell you at the time. Nope. You don't think you could? No. <laughs> what, do you, what more do you need to see, man? Um, I really see everything I need to see. I just need to trust in God and he's giving the answer to I can pick a correct school that's for me. All right. You were at Tennessee a couple weeks ago? Uh, Yes, sir, I did. What yes, did you think about it? You obviously can't meet with coaches, but what did you get to do? What did you see? I just walked around downtown uh, Nashville. It was just great to see downtown, really. <laughs> Was the most fun experience ever. Have they made a pretty big run the last month or so? Oh yeah, every, every school has made a pretty big run. Regardless, I mean, have they kind of moved up your list a little bit? Yeah, they have. But every school has made a run, regardless of everything going well, on. What is but, Tennessee doing well that you like them? Yeah. Like um, them so much? Tennessee just had a great place, great DV staff, DV development players, coaching staff. It's just everything amazing about them. Which Tennessee coach do you communicate with the most, and what's his message to you? Oh, I communicate with Coach Pruitt, Coach Ansley. That's really my guys. Really, everybody up there. What do they tell you? Oh, Here's just, why we need you. Oh, they just tell me I'm the I'm that guy. How how my work at there, how hard I work, and how well I fit into the program. Could you envision yourself playing for Tennessee? Yes, I I could envision myself really playing anywhere. You got any friends on the team up there? Uh, yeah, I know Bryce Thompson. Yeah, I know a lot, a couple guys. Okay, the guys there. on the team. What do they tell you about what it's like to be a ball? Oh yeah, they they like it up there. It's amazing. The playbook's kind of hard, but they love football and they get used to it. Okay. Uh, I hear a lot of Georgia chatter. Mm -hmm. so, some people think Georgia and Tennessee may have moved ahead of the other schools. Mm -hmm. Is there any act? Is that accurate? Oh, I'm not gonna say too not much anything, but it's amazing about it. Okay. Well, what do you like about Georgia so much? Oh, uh, Georgia's just an amazing place. It's a hometown state. What more can I say? Uh, which coaches do you communicate with the most there? Oh, I communicate with Coach Wong, Coach Smart, Coach Landon. VGA communicate with really everybody. How, how often there. do you talk to somebody from Georgia? Oh, uh, I talk to them every once in a while. That's just how I started out with my school workout, so it's just been kind of hard just okay. working with that. The thing you like most about Georgia would be what though? What would you know? What really sticks out about that program to you? It's thirty minutes away from my house. That's that's the best thing I can say. Okay, why is that? Why is that so important? I'm at home. I really don't have to go. I can go 30 minutes up the street, go to school, play football, and I can come right back home whenever I want to. Okay. How big is that for your family? Oh, that's amazing. Like, not going nowhere. They can be right up the street, come visit me anytime. What do you think of their defense the last few years? Oh, it's an amazing defense. Number one defense in college football. <laughs> what more can I say? It's amazing. Uh, Auburn, who are you talking to from over there? Are they, they still in the picture? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, I talked to um, Coach Mazayan. I talked to Coach Cromdahl. I talked to a lot of guys out there. My guy, Dre, Dre Butler, he goes there. What has Dre told you about Auburn? Oh, it's hard. The workouts are hard. <laughs> but he getting through it. Everybody getting through it. It's just an amazing place. A great defense. Great uh, DB development place. It's just great. <laughs> of the coaches at Auburn, which one would you say you're closest with? Um... Really, everybody. I talked to almost everybody. Okay, well, let's talk about McGriff then. He'd be the guy coaching. Oh, yeah. So what's his Coach plan? McGriff. What's Wesley McGriff's plan or Coach Crime? Mm. His plan for Nylon Green? Oh, come in what, on the best receiver. I'm locked down regardless. Can you play any position in the secondary? Oh, team? yeah. Are you versatile enough to do that? Yes, I am. Are you I'm dead set on being a corner? Or do you want to? I love I'm corners. Oh, yeah, I love corner. I, mainly, that's my position. I want to play corner, but I can play other seed. got to just have football IQ. Will you, uh, you've been to Tennessee. Do you have any plans to go see Auburn again anytime soon? Yeah, I do want to take some of my official visits. Yeah. So what if they don't have business? Would you just do one of those trips like you did to Tennessee? To yeah, Tennessee? yes, I would. Okay. What do you, um, what really stands out about Auburn to you? It's amazing. They have a great defense, a great offense. They have a chance to win the national championship. 
Okay. I think that's probably anything more you need to see from Auburn? Oh, no, sir. They, I told you, every school has been really amazing. They've been keeping up on the things. It, Auburn's fairly close to home, too. Mm-hmm. Is that what is that now? Oh, yeah, that's only two hours away. Like, not that far. So we're really close. I think that's it. All right, great job from Nyland. You can see how personable he is, and and I want to apologize. I have to wear a mask when I interview these kids, so sometimes it sounds like my questions may be muffled a little bit, uh, and they are. I've got to wear the mask. I've got to make sure I don't get sick, and i got to make sure, first and foremost, I don't get one of these young men sick. They're a little bit more important to you guys than I am, for sure, and to their families as well. Uh, but a great job from Nyland Green. Now, where do I think things stand? I mentioned before the interview, I do think – that, you know, Georgia right now sitting in the best spot. Tennessee's still right there. He visited Tennessee a few weeks ago, as he said. The Volunteers are recruiting at uh, probably the highest level they have in some time, making some noise there. And then Auburn's sitting in third. Now, what we've heard is that, uh, you know, not what he's saying, but what we're being told by people around Nyland is that September's a big month for Auburn in terms of communicating with Nyland. This is going to be the make-or-break month with Auburn's recruitment of Nyland. I can't visit. Uh, he can't visit unofficially. He can visit... Uh, he can't visit and meet with the Auburn coaches or go to practice or anything like that. But he can visit on his own. And there is a chance that could happen. Uh, he wouldn't be able to meet with anybody. But he is, again, as we mentioned, good friends with Dre Butler, the defensive tackle for the Auburn Tigers. So uh, one of Nyland's coaches said it is possible that they could find their way over there in the next few weeks uh, and just stop by and hang out with uh, DeAndre, walk around campus, walk around town, get a little bit more of a feel for the place, even though Nyland has been there a few times. But uh, So what does it mean when I say it's a make-or-break month for Auburn? I didn't get much clarity there uh, from people with knowledge of this recruitment. Uh, I think, if I had to guess, it just means that it's Auburn's kind of last chance to really, not last chance, but chance to really kind of make a Make its way up there, push its way back up there with Tennessee and Georgia. Uh, you know, the, his recruitment has had severe momentum shifts. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, a few months ago, when people thought Auburn was the team to beat, including uh, people close to the Georgia program. Uh, then Tennessee made a big move, and Georgia's made a big move. So there have been some twists and turns in this recruitment. So I wouldn't write off Auburn just yet. Uh, and your question may be, would Auburn take all three of them, Kamari Lasseter? Uh, Jaquincy McKinstry and Nyland Green. I think it absolutely would if, if the Tigers have a chance. Uh, it's easier said than done. I don't think any of them are slam dunks. Although, um, you know, the crystal ball lead, uh, the crystal ball favors Auburn for two of the three: Jaquincy McKinstry, the five star, and Kamari Lasseter, the three star out of Tuscaloosa. But again, Nyland Green, Auburn's still in it, still battling. Got some good things working in its favor. He's got a teammate there, former teammate at Auburn, Dre Butler. He likes the coaching staff a lot. He's very close with Larry Porter. He's very close. Uh, that's his area recruiter, I should point out. He's very close with secondary coach Wesley McGriff. So some things working in Auburn's favor, but the Tigers certainly have their work cut out. Now, we wrap things up today by talking about five-star linebacker target Smile Mondin. I'd love to play his interview that I did with him on Saturday, but quite frankly, he didn't say a whole lot. And uh, it wasn't that exciting of an interview. And I, I don't want to waste your time with the interview part, but I will tell you what I've learned from this recruitment. First of all, uh, this is a young guy, 6'3", 220, 
number two outside linebacker in the country for the 24-7 sports composite. That makes him the number three recruit in Georgia, the number 27 overall prospect in the country. And he says five teams are still in it. But most of our focus has been on Auburn and Georgia and maybe Tennessee, although we think Tennessee has probably faded a little bit in the last month or two. Most people at Auburn think Georgia's the team they got to beat. Most people at Georgia think Auburn is the team they have to beat. The feeling right now is that it's perhaps as close as 50-50. It is that tight. He has good relationships with both staffs. At at Auburn, it's all about the bond with Travis Williams, the linebackers coach. And then, you know, he has a good feel for the program. He thinks uh, it's got a, uh, they have a good family vibe in Auburn, and that's significant to him. That's important to him. This is a family kid, family oriented kid. In fact, I met his father at the game I saw him play Saturday, uh, Smile Mondin Sr., who originally is from the Ivory Coast in in West Africa, and uh, nice, Nice guy to talk to. Uh, and then also, you know, he's got a brother that he's very close to that, that kind of gives him advice on certain life things. Uh, so very family-oriented. So the fact that Auburn focuses on family is significant to Smile Mountain. Now, Georgia, he's also very close with that staff. He's visited that school multiple times. And he's, just as he is with Auburn, a huge priority for Georgia, which uh, whereas Auburn signed multiple linebackers, three in the last cycle, Georgia... Uh, it's going to need a bigger haul this cycle. And they've really zeroed in on a couple of guys, Smile Mondin being one and a kid out of Florida, Xavier Sori being the other, who, by the way, Auburn's also recruiting him as well, probably sitting third or fourth for him. Uh, we think behind uh, behind Georgia and Florida, maybe Alabama too. But uh, back to Smile Mondin, a talented, talented player. And it is a true battle between these two schools. Uh, at times, Auburn has felt really good. They felt like he was maybe close to popping. At other times, uh, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, Georgia's hanging around and hanging around. They're the in-state school. You always got to be leery of that. So it's just one of those good old-fashioned battles between the two programs that play in, in the annual Deep South's oldest rivalry. So could go either way. The crystal ball has eight predictions right now, all for Georgia, all for Georgia. But when you talk to people close to this recruitment, they will tell you that Auburn is very much a player here. Uh, I can tell you that uh, Travis Williams, a linebackers coach, spoke to Smile Mondin's coach uh, just uh, last week. He spoke to Smile Mondin's father on Saturday. I mean, Auburn is working overtime on this one uh, to stay relevant uh, in this recruitment, and, and they're much more than relevant. Uh, they're right there with Georgia, maybe even the leader. I, I don't think anybody can say definitively one school is ahead of the other, but I also don't think either one um, either one thinks it's a slam dunk and neither one thinks it's over that they're not going to get him. So in other words, it's a true fight. Now, what kind of player is Smile Mondin? I saw him play for the first time on Saturday. Very hot, very warm day uh, up at North Hall High School which is on the outskirts of Gainesville, Georgia, just just in that uh, north of that Lake Lanier area. Beautiful school, beautiful setting, game at the Brickyard. His team won pretty handily, 24 to 7. Uh, and Smile Mondin, you know, at the end of the day, his statistics are not going to be anything that blows you away, but he does a little bit of everything. I'll give you an example. He had a catch in the game. He lined up at wide receiver, had a seven yard catch. He rushed for about 32 to 33 yards. Uh, on about 10 carries, uh, gosh, on half of those carries, he got over 10 yards. On the other half, he was stopped behind the line of scrimmage. It was feast or famine uh, with the blocking in that game. But uh, not an SEC caliber running back, but a good, solid high school running back. And then at linebacker, boy, he's fluid, smooth, 
unbelievable acceleration, plays great in space, makes great one-on-one tackles. He's strong. He can get a little chippy if he has to. Uh, track down plays from behind on the far side of the field. So he's just a fluid, fluid athlete that probably still a little bit raw. Uh, body type, excellent, 6'3", 220. I mean, he looks like an NFL player right now physically. Uh, you know, what you want to see out of him is what he can he do once he actually can focus on one position. So right now he's playing all these positions, primarily linebacker and running back. And he did cramp up a couple of times in the game. So uh, what can he do at the next level when all of his focus is at linebacker? Unbelievable athleticism, unbelievably smooth. And we should point out, too, he's got an extremely high IQ. He's a very smart young guy. He also works a job uh, at a local uh, pizzeria. And so he is a guy that is constantly doing things. And uh, so I, I, I feel like that the sky is the limit for him. Uh, as far as a commitment goes, there really is no set time frame. As he told me three or four times in our interview, which again, I'm going to spare you from listening to, uh, he doesn't know when he's going to, to commit and he's really not focusing on recruiting right now. He says, now I don't necessarily buy that, but he, he's putting on a good face here. He's saying all the right things with regards to his current team. Hey, this is where my focus is. These are my brothers. We're fighting. We're fighting every Friday night and Saturday, whenever the game is. We're trying to see what we can do as a team. So that's where my energy and focus is going to be. Behind the scenes, we know that he's uh, there's a lot going on in his recruitment, primarily with Auburn, Georgia, and even Tennessee. Oklahoma hanging around. Uh, but again, he hasn't visited there, just like with Jeremiah Williams. That could hurt because... Uh, not could. It's obviously going to hurt. It's because he's been to these other places. He has a familiarity with them. Wanted to visit Oklahoma this summer, but when the uh, visits were shut down, that kind of put an end to that. LSU also still somewhat in the mix. But again, we think at the end of the day, it's probably going to come down to Auburn or Georgia. We do not have a commitment time frame for him. For him. There's been some chatter that maybe it could happen in September, uh, but uh, he has pushed it back at least privately at least once. Um, and the feeling at Auburn is he's in no hurry to do anything. But Auburn very much in the mix with Smile Monin, just as it is with Jeremiah Williams. Some real work to do with Nyland Green, though. I think of the three players, the three prospects we focused on in this edition of the podcast, that's the one that Auburn really has the most work to do with. Uh, more of a realistic chance, we think, uh, with the other two. Now, in order, who do I like Auburn's chances with the best? I will say one, Jeremiah Williams, two, Smile Mondin, and three, Nyland Green. But again, certainly in contention with all three. There's a lot to still be determined. There are always tons of twists and turns. Will there be visits this fall? I doubt it. But you never know what the NCAA says. Uh, maybe there's a vaccine. Maybe there's a general feeling that the liability issues of having kids and their families visit has diminished greatly. Uh, so we can't predict that part of, of this thing. Uh, but all three of these young guys are guys that we're going to be tracking throughout the fall. Three outstanding players. We want to thank Jeremiah Williams and Nyland Green for letting us interview them. And also, uh, Smile, uh, Smile Mondin. I enjoyed watching him play Saturday. Hope everybody has a great Labor Day, and that is it for this edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Be sure to check us out on iTunes, and be sure to check out AuburnUndercover.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. We always have great specials. Uh, good time to sign up right now. The football team is in fall camp. 
that part of the uh, of the program is in full swing. The season starting on September 26th, and recruiting, of course, never slows down. This is Keith Neighbor with Auburn Undercover and 24-7 Sports. Everybody take care, and I hope you have a safe Labor Day weekend. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.